0: What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. Yo, 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 what's going on, solarpreneurs? Taylor Armstrong back with another podcast. Hope you're doing well. I'm here to help you close more deals, get more referrals, and hopefully make your life easier and better as a solar entrepreneur. Solarpreneur. So today, I want to do just a quick episode, just kind of a preview for what's to come. Okay, and this is something that um, a lot of people have been asking me, actually, for probably a year now. Okay, and that is what happened to James Swiderski. Okay, if you don't know who James is, he was on this podcast um, for probably the first. I would say maybe 70 episodes. He was my co-host. He was running the show with me. And he was doing some good stuff. Okay, there were some um he was kind of a mixed bag, I'll be honest. And the reason I'm doing this episode is because James, I actually got him to agree to come on our next episode as a guest. Okay, and if you haven't heard him, I mean you can go back, he's in the first. 50 to 70 episodes something like that so you can go back and hear him he put out a lot of great content he did a lot of great things okay but I wanted to just basically give kind of a preview of um, what we're going to talk about <laughs> for his episode it's already recorded okay and a lot of people are curious about it so I want to give just a brief um, I guess side of my story of kind of what happened and then next episode, you're not gonna want to miss out. We're gonna go super deep into where he's been, why he got off the podcast, um, the kind of the good, the bad, the ugly, because there was some ugly that happened. We're gonna go through it all. James gets super raw, gets super real. And if you ever wondered what happened to James, why is he on the podcast anymore, then definitely don't miss out. Okay. But um, anyways, so my side of the story. We started Solarpreneur um, about, it's been almost two years now at the time of this recording. And the way it happened was, well, first of all, the name, I don't know if I've told this story, but I was at a marketing conference. Um, I think it's Funnel Hacking Live, it's called. I talking talked about some marketing, um, click funnels. a lot of people use them. And a lot of them, a lot of the topics that they, Teach about their Um, I guess a word that they use, kind of their jargon, is people say solopreneur. Solopreneur, that's someone that's just doing everything everything themselves, right? It's an entrepreneur that works solo, doesn't have any employees, just does everything themselves. But the story goes that as I was sitting listening to someone talk about that, I wasn't hearing solopreneur, I was hearing solar, solar, solar. I'm like, what? Why are they talking about solar? And then it took probably a couple minutes until I even realized that they were saying solopreneur I'm like, oh, what the? Like, well, I was like, why like solarpreneur? And all of a sudden, the gears started shifting in my head. I'm like, solarpreneur—that's a cool name. And at the time, I already had the desire to start a podcast. Wanted to do it, um, but just. I don't know, you know how it goes. We all procrastinate stuff. We all think it's too hard. Trust me, I bought probably two different courses, um, spent a couple grand just in, like, doing the learning piece of how to podcast. And to this day, I haven't even fully been through these courses. Um, But the story goes that I saw James actually doing some. um, So he was doing just a course on... I think how to sell more solar or something like that, how to use digital marketing in uh, your solar cells. And his course, I think it was called Solar Millionaire, something like that. Um, anyways, he talks about it in our next episode. But I bought his course, and then I think it came with a quick like consulting call just to kind of go over your goals and see what your expectations were. And in this call, we were just talking, and I told him about my idea. I wanted to start a podcast. And I remember it was called Seven Figure Solar. That's what his brand was at the time. And he goes, oh, that's cool, man. We actually already have a podcast. Go check it out. It's a Seven Figure Solar podcast. And so I went and checked it out, heard it. Decent content. It was good stuff. And then he called me, I think, or texted me. Maybe the week later, after I bought his course, was kind of going through it. He's like, hey, man, um, you seem like you've got a lot of experience in the industry, have had success, and I know you told me you wanted to start a podcast. Um, We're trying to do a ton of content, so what do you think about us combining forces and just rebranding it, the Solar Printer Podcast, and we start it together. I had told him about the name and everything. And he's like, we started together, we can be co-hosts, and we can crank it out. Now I'm like, okay, maybe it's the kick in the pants I need, because I was talking about it, I was telling lots of people, but I just never had done anything. So I'm like, all right, well, they're already, they're already kind of established, they got a course, they've got um, you know a small audience, so all right, yeah, rock and roll, let's do it. So I agreed to it, and um, we got it rolling. And Initially, it was good. Um, I was getting guests on the show. You can go back and listen. I know a lot of my previous episodes back then were probably trash compared to um, you know, what we're doing now. I think they've gotten much better content-wise, at least I hope so. But yeah, I was getting uh, interviews. I was going on getting some of the top guys in the industry to come on the show because there wasn't really a podcast out there. There wasn't much content at the time being produced around solar. So guys love to come on the show, tell what they're um, having success in, and just uh, kind of jam. So I was getting people on the show, and that's how we did it. Basically, he did most of the solo content. He would go out and talk about stuff that was already in his course, and I would go out, and I was, I was frankly just too nervous to be on a podcast by myself at the time. I wanted nothing to do with going on a show and just talking. I'm like, I thought, no, there's people selling way more than me. Um, I mean, I've been successful, but I shouldn't be on a mic talking. I'm not qualified. There's people having way more success. So in my head, I'm just like, okay, I'll go out and just interview people that are having success. Cause they're the ones that should be talking. So that's what we did. He um he did his own thing. He did a lot of episodes and then I would Basically, do an occasional interview. But what started happening is, I remember we were at a door to door con, yeah, two years ago now. James and I were walking around and everyone recognized James. Everyone's like, hey, you're the guy from the podcast. Hey, awesome podcast. And we, we'd be together. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, it's my podcast too. I started the name, and even people will be like, hey, awesome name. And in my head, I'm like, no way. Like, I came up with this name. I have been getting awesome interviews and everything, guys coming on. And occasionally people would recognize my voice. But really, it was more James' podcasts. I mean, he was the one that was putting out, I would say, probably 70% of the content. And I was doing 30% as, like, interviews. So it was mostly him. And that's why guys recognized him. Guys thought it was his podcast. And so it created a little bit of friction between us. Um, Eventually, I brought it up, and really, it was fine. But um, the moment it started getting a little more, I guess, heated, you could say, is when he came out with his course, his new course. It was called the uh, Solar Spartan Academy. And he started putting ads into all our podcasts and selling this course. So that's the point where it started rubbing me a little bit wrong. I'm like, okay, I'm putting out 30% of the content, but he's like profiting off all this. He's getting the name recognition. He's making money. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, I'm getting good tidbits from guests and things like that, but like I should be getting a piece of this pie. So that's where things started getting a little bit dicey between us. We're all good. But I'm like, James, man, we can't keep doing this. Like, if you're profiting off the show, I got to be getting a piece of that. So we'd always talk. And like, he um, at times, I think, was trying to get me off the show a little bit. And I mean, I was at times trying to get him off. I was like, man, you should go out and do your own podcast and you can do your own marketing. And he would, to his credit, he put in all the time. He put in all the work to make a great course. He was helping a lot of people. He was getting guys having success, so people were buying it, and uh, people were hearing about it from the show, but it just wasn't, I mean, it wasn't to my benefit. I wasn't making anything off of it. I wasn't um, really being helped, so what happened is we went on like that for a while. We would talk, and he would throw out some new ways that I could maybe like be a coach inside of his course, things like that. Um, but really it didn't go anywhere. And then, um, after that, I noticed some people started like having a bad experience with his course, not necessarily having a bad experience. He helped people in his course, but here and there he would like ghost people. He was supposed to be, um, I don't know, maybe doing consulting calls or maybe promise coaching to a company or multiple clients. And then he would maybe ghost him here and there. And what's this started happening more and more and if you go back and search James Swodersky and some of these Facebook groups, there's some um, I mean a lot of good comments, but a lot of like not so great comments about people he ghosted, about people that supposedly he owed consulting or calls, didn't show up, things like that. So in my head at the time I'm like, oh, sweet, this sucker isn't delivering on his content. Um, he deserves it because I'm not getting a piece of the pie, which was selfish. And you'll hear in the next episode, his side of things and what was going on. But he was going through some pretty, a lot of stuff that I didn't know about at the time. Um, and yeah, eventually things kind of just, he, he kind of started fizzling out and not showing up. And I was like, sweet, this is awesome. This is what I wanted. But then as he start, stopped showing up less and less, um, I still had those same thoughts. I'm like, oh, I'm not qualified to speak. I shouldn't even have this podcast continue to go. And that's what happened. Eventually, he st- basically stopped, stepped down doing the podcast, which at the time, I was happy. I'm like, sweet, I take the reins now, finally. I will be famous. This is my podcast. This is my show. Okay selfish but that's my thoughts at the time he stepped down and then I took over and what happened I feel a lot too I didn't do an episode for probably three months maybe I mean you can go back and look there's um, several months where I didn't really do an episode or maybe I had like an occasional interview something like that Um, so that's what happened and it's really interesting again you got to get on this next show because he's going to give you all his side of the story and pretty juicy details that I didn't even know about and some pretty gnarly stuff he went through. So just wanted to give a quick preview, basically. Tell my side of what happened. And we've got some exciting things for the future and um, even some ways that we're possibly going to collaborate. Not the podcast, but some exciting things in the work works. But co- tune in to next episode... <laughs> That's where I'm gonna leave things hanging. Come see what happened in the next episode, and then we'll get in the depths of the uh, behind the scenes of James' side of the story. But there you have it. That's kind of the, um, I guess, my piece of the story. Some things that I went through, some thoughts in my head, and me and James were friends. Got a lot of respect for the guy, even though, yeah, at the time I was, I was like, this kid is screwing me over he's just profiting off this i'm putting in all the work but he helped me in a lot of ways too he even though yeah maybe i wasn't making money off his course or anything he did teach me a lot and he's still teaching me things so go see what's going on with it okay and then um that's where i'm going to leave it off so thanks solarpreneurs for coming on the show and we will see you with all the juicy details inside of next episode Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I know when I got into the industry, I had almost no resources like this. So I hope this show is helping you get the success you deserve. If you found value from anything in this episode today, think about someone who can benefit so you and I can help people fulfill their potential. Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. So I promise by sharing this, it will help you grow and improve. The value bombs on today's show will take you one step closer to success, but it's always to the degree that you apply and execute the principles. I've spent the last few years interviewing the top solar experts and helping other reps and businesses discover their potential. If you want more help achieving your goals, then I put together an exclusive video training on three hacks that help me close multiple deals a week while knocking less than 10 hours. And who doesn't want that? So go check it out at webclass.solarpreneurs.com. Once again, that's webclass.solarpreneurs.com to get exclusive access to the training and take your skills to the next level.